0: Another week, another episode. Uh, we're second to last one of the month, actually. Um, total of five, I think. We're gonna, we're gonna hit that, hit that number. Um, it sounds like Murphy's going crazy in the living room right now. I think he's playing with his toys. He's getting a little riled up. Um, but we got a few topics to go over, a uh, couple updates, and a few new things. So let's just jump right into it. hello and welcome to the queue with your host Quinn Noro nerd you should know me by now how's everybody doing how we been how's your week uh it's been another one for me um you know this one was a little bit more stressful um than the last because i did um you know had that job offer and the um interview at metro it went over very well i believe uh, i don't think i've talked about it because um, that was at the end of the week but it went over well it was the end of last week, so I guess i technically talk about it in last week's episode. But this week, you know, I waited until Friday to talk to Kyle, uh, my boss, about leaving. Um, and we'll get into that little conversation. Um, not really. I don't really need to get into it. Basically, just said that I need to bring in some paperwork and do some stuff uh, coming in on Monday, and we'll see what happens. Meaning, I'm not 100% sure if I will be working anymore at uh, my current employment. Um, which is alright because uh, Spence already said that by Thursday we should be able to have something hooked up um, at Metro. And I could start then. So uh, regardless, um, I'll have either until the February 14th or I have the next three days off. <laughs> um, and either way, I mean, it's going to be fine because I got the job. Um, I think it's going to be good for me. It's going to be uh, worth the pay uh, for the travel and all the things like that that I have to do. Um, and really, you know, um, I think it's going to be a lot healthier for me, uh, physically, maybe not necessarily mentally. I think it'll be, it'll be fine because Katie state was a good place to work and I still felt fulfilled. Um, I was close to home, um, being able to still do things, um, was good, but, uh, health wise, physically, I mean, like not being in a basement sitting, uh, for five to six hours a day um, in fluorescent lighting, um, only seeing the sun for about an hour before and an hour after work, maybe more or less an hour, especially during the winter, it's closer to more like 20 minutes after work. Um, so just not having a lot of physical exercise and not enough like vitamin D, uh, you know, exposure, to sun, it does wear on me more. Um, I was at that state, uh, during college. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I saw the sun, I'd go out and go to class, but I was up till like 4 a.m. most of the time. And so majority of my waking hour was upstairs in a room. Um, it just wasn't, it wasn't good for my mental health kind of thing. Um, luckily, you know, uh, where I've been at now, uh, hasn't, hasn't been that bad. Um, but going forward i think metro will be good physically for health because it sounds like there is a general like a healthy body uh not mentality but atmosphere and culture at metro um there's a gym membership that you can apply for that everybody goes to pretty much and it sounds like that's kind of just part of their um culture at that workplace so it'll be good for me um to do that um it'll be good for me um i believe Uh, So, you know, it's going to be it's going to be good. I'm looking forward to it. I'm happy that I have that opportunity. Um, And I'm trying to think anything else really that happened that week of note. I mean, I really just kind of coasted through work. Um, I did uh, clean up everything, (laughs) uh, both on the network and physically. You know, I pretty much uh, backed up all of my information I needed to make sure all my notes are in order for Kyle so that he knows uh, what I've been working on and things that I've been a part of. Um, uh, make sure he has good orderly, uh, things in case there's somebody else is going to be dropped in my position or else him taking back all the responsibilities, being able to, uh, keep all of that in order. Uh, you know, I'm trying to leave it on best terms possible and trying to help him as much as I can. Cause you know, we're also friends. It's not just, he's not just my boss kind of thing. So, um, it's definitely something that I have been conscious of that I've, I've been wanting to make sure that whoever is taking over my job has all of the information that they're going to need. Whether or not they understand it is up to them, but um, just making sure I leave um, in the best way possible. Um, at least for me, maybe not the best way for them. Obviously, they want me to stay a little bit longer to finish up some projects, but for me, feeling like yeah, I left there a, in a good way. That way, I'm not thinking about it for the rest of my life. <laughs> um, so, you know, I did. I cleaned up everything, any personal information or whatever that I had, either physically or on the network. I got rid of um cleaned it all up moved it all off anything um especially important I sent back to myself um and then you know cleaned up all of my spaces physically and got all my chargers all of my desk things and stuff like that all of that cleared up um so you know it's good there uh looking forward to the next step. So, you know, that's a little bit of updates there. Um, another thing is uh, the original house that we were looking at did fall through. Uh, that's just because it was on the market and got sold pretty quick because it was a nice place. Um, and they found another house. Uh, it's sell by owner, which is really good for us because we're not really trying to go through a realtor or anything just because we don't have time for that. Um, and we believe we are competent enough to do it on our own, I guess. I don't know. But it's a for sale by owner. Um I'm not really going to go into too much detail, so I'm not 100% sure about them or if it's going to uh, go through or not, but you know, we were originally denied for a Freddie Mac loan because we don't have enough credit history, which is a whole separate topic that I'm really just, uh, it's dumb. Um, we meet literally every other requirement. We make more than enough money for it. Um, we can pay off the mortgage ahead of schedule if we wanted to, like a year ahead of schedule if we wanted to, uh, a year um, as in... Um, sorry not a year um, I'm getting ahead of myself uh, we could be ahead of schedule on our other loan payments if we wanted to by a year but we aren't because credit history um, it's gonna end up hurting us more than it's going to help us by paying off our loans and other debts sooner um, and then of course you know getting this house we're looking at a 20-year loan we could technically pay it off in 10 years if we wanted to with our current jobs and what we're doing for, for our uh, careers so we have more than enough ability to do this. It's just the fact that we're trying to do it so soon that we don't have enough credit history to get the big up front. But basically, you know, by the time we have, um, what, six to eight months, what they're quoting us for credit history that we need, we would have triple what we need for the down payment and would give us the opportunity we would have right now anyways. So there's actually no reason why a lending company wouldn't give us the loan except for the fact that it's an automated system meaning that it does not care about future projections or the human aspect it's literally does this numeric value equal this numeric value in our formula that we have created to give out loans if it doesn't too bad don't care if it does cool we loan it Um, it doesn't look into the fact that if you do the math on us waiting for the credit history to happen we would already have more than enough money to get the deal anyways like if we had twenty thousand right now we would be able to have that deal but because we don't we only have seven thousand we have to wait six to eight months in order for the seven thousand dollar deal to come out and work so doesn't really make a whole lot of sense honestly because by then we would be able to get the other opportunity which we probably will take anyways because then we won't have to deal with the higher percentage on the um, APR or whatever. I think that's the one we're supposed to be paying into. Our mortgage would be a lot lower. So we can do it. It's just that the banks don't want us to because we are so young. Um, Right now, you know, the system, um, I don't like to use that word, the system, the man is against young people. But – the whole purpose of it is to put down newer people uh, because they are considered air quotes riskier investments, riskier loan ease, simply because they are younger and less experienced in this ecosystem. But we have both more experience, more knowledge, as well as the more money than most people in their thirties or forties are doing the same thing, and especially in such a short amount of time. So. Absolutely zero reason why we shouldn't be getting this Freddie Mac loan other than the numeric uh, formula didn't work in our favor and won't for another six months at our current price point. So hopefully you guys understand what I'm talking about um, at this point. But um, only other options are to find a rent or rent from that lady until uh, seven to eight months down the road. And then we just buy it out from her because we're already paying off quite a bit of the investment and then we can still hit some—it uh, would actually be easier loan to get because the overall mortgage would be a lot cheaper. Um, we'd basically be paying the rent equivalent to whatever the mortgage that the lady has owed. Um, I think that's the idea. Um, so, you know, that's what we're going to do tomorrow. Boston's going to call her back and, you know, talk to her about it and see what happens. So it may or may not end up happening, but, you know, at the end of the day, I can drive six months to Sullivan if I have to. Um, ideally i like it only to be three months, so, you know, by April we would have enough funds and we would find a house and then could reapply for a loan and we'd be good to go somewhere else, but, um, we're quoting eight months, um, we're both prepared to drive to our respective jobs for that amount of time, um, just to be safe, uh, but more than likely we'd be able to do something in three to four months, which is alright, um, I mean, we did jump into this very quick, so I understand, um, that's just not how... The market and the system works it's not a uh, fly by the seat your pants operation it's very calculated and a long process for whatever reason it's slow so that's our housing update so for now we're still living in KZ, and we will be for uh into the spring at the very least probably early summer when we move um it seems to be we stay at a place for about a year but that's all right um We are movers. Um, I personally like to settle in somewhere, but um, as I've been getting older and being with Boston for uh, nearly eight years or over eight years now, I can't remember which one it is. I think we're over eight years now. Um, It's either we're at seven and a bit or we're at eight and a bit, but I believe it's seven and a bit, almost eight. I think we're coming up on our year anniversary. But anyways... um, Being with her, her being a person that likes new things and likes change, um, it has opened up my eyes to, yeah, I don't mind that, actually. I can carve out a location for a year and really like like it, and then the next year, you know, completely change it up and do something completely different and do something new. Um, I find that fun. It's very expensive uh, most of the time, but it's fun. Um, it's very interesting thing to do, but looking at a house, we would be, you know, there for 20 years, um, minimum 10, because then, you know, by then we could, uh, sell out the mortgage to somebody else. Um, but either way, you know, um, having a longer term residency would be uh, interesting to live in as well. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but I think that's really most of the IRL stuff that I wanted to talk about this week. I feel like this week's going to be a pretty short one. Yeah, there's really not much to talk about there. Next week we'll have a bit more stuff talking about, you know, the new house, um, ambrosia getting a dog tomorrow and talking about all of those adventures for the following week. Um and any other shenanigans that I get into, but um potentially starting a new job and then talking about the new job um the following week would be cool. But you know, this week has been pretty simple. Um I've been messing around with some Minecraft a little bit um been working on uh, better mods for fabric looking at a couple different hat clients to test for um not necessarily my server but kind of seeing what 1181 um hacked clients are like and seeing if they're even really worth using or if it's just stupid at this point waste of money and time kind of thing um no, I don't go on Hypixel and cheat in Wars. It's more of like a single player worlds and I spin up my own servers to kind of see what kind of exploits and plugins and modules and things that each individual hacked client gives you just to kind of see where the system, where the ecosystem's at right now. Um, the whole hacking culture kind of thing, just interested to see what's new and what's different and what's still the same, what hasn't been fixed. Um, And on the other side, I've been playing a lot, a lot of Wildlander. I play about an hour or two every morning. Um, It's very laid back, very role-play heavy, meaning that I um, walk everywhere. I make sure I manage my food and drinking. I stay relatively out of combat. um, I use all the tactics and things, and I'm I'm playing it as a hardcore role-play style where it's one life kind of deal. And that kind of leads me into... Um, I'm planning on making a video on this topic for my YouTube channel, um, once I have my first few characters started, um, meaning, um, I'll give you guys the brief rundown. I'm not going to give you a whole thing because I will make a full video on it and that no, no point to repeat information in multiple places. But, uh, the general idea is I'm going to have, for sure I have a guaranteed three characters, but I'm thinking about five to seven characters, um. Just really depends on um, how often I can play them as well as who I'm interested in. But right now, I think three characters would be good to start and then I'll add in more characters. Or um, if one of them dies, I'd roll a new character kind of deal. But um, I can't live stream this content, which is ideally what I would want to do. Um, but since I can't because of the current restrictions on my hardware, I am recording. Um, the good news is I can record um, medium graphics, medium shaders. Um, 1080p 30 frames perfectly like zero glitches zero flaws no frame drops um, nothing looks ugly nothing looks really bad or whatever Um, and it's minimal cpu usage and hardly any gpu usage which is fantastic Um, and then it also allows me to um, like live streams that have a lot lower compression because it's Cost a lot more bandwidth to have higher compression, higher quality go through. Um, and then also, recording on top of that natively is very taxing on your system. So, that's the main reason why I can't live stream. Um, so, just straight recording allows me to up my bitrate and my compression levels to make it a higher quality video, better uh, darkness, better fades from blacks into whites, and things like that. Uh, looks a lot better. So I can record good quality videos. Um, again, I figured, I've figured i figured out my settings for Vegas 16 as well as for Opti... Or not Opti, fine. Um, that's Minecraft stuff. Um, there is things in Minecraft that I had to optimize for recording there. But um, recording in OBS, I had to change some settings as well. And I think it's working out pretty well. Um, I have one full episode recorded. And it's uploaded, but it's not released yet. It will be released the 29th um, at 2 p.m. And a trailer for it is releasing Thursday at 2 p.m. Actually, no wait, Saturday is noon. Sorry, it's at noon on the 29th. Um, so you can eat it. You can watch it while you eat. Uh, but it is very roleplay heavy. It is uh, pretty much uncut as possible. There is some fading. There's a couple narrative beats that happen in there, um, but for the most part, it's just literally what I'm seeing on the screen is what you're seeing. Um, for about 45 minutes um, which that's probably going to be one of the shortest episodes it's going to be some bite-sized content at the beginning but once I start doing quests I'm going to play through the entire quest and it's going to be one upload Um, and then I will cut it down this is the creative process and then I'm going to upload the full thing and then I'm going to cut down moments um, for each character that I'm making Um, and then release those as separate videos in case people don't want to spend the hour and a half. I'll cut down, okay, I'll give you the... I'll do a narrative overview of the story and be like, okay, this character was doing these things, wandered here, and I would uh, narratively do the beats that are boring to watch for some people. Um, Like, I I enjoy, like, Loopy Long plays and that concept where it's 13 hours of them playing Minecraft straight through. Um, So you get all of the boring pieces where they're just chopping down trees or the bits where they're going out and collecting resources or just strip mining for five hours and then coming back and smelting stuff. I like watching that. I think that's enjoyable content and it's a consumable content for when you're playing games as well as um, just kind of relaxing and mindlessly doing other things. Because you can go I can throw on a loopy long play 13 hour Minecraft um, solo gameplay and I can go and do something, like I'm doing the laundry, I can leave it on the TV, I can go and into the kitchen, grab a drink, get some laundry, and then bring it back to fold in the living room. And I kind of understand still what's going on. Like, okay, he's been mining, and he's here now, he's been mining this stuff. Okay, he's finally back to his base smelting stuff. And I can fill in the holes in between. Whereas if you're watching something like a... live gameplay or a competitive halo tournament if you miss like more than three minutes you're gonna miss like the swing of the match or the game point of a football game or something um you will miss a part of the narrative story Whereas with long plays, you can, um, yeah, you may miss like small interactions of like you fought a wolf or you found a cool cart by the side of the road or you talked to a certain person and got like a quest. But you can fill in those details later by like, oh, he upgraded uh, his armor. He must have found it. I can back up and watch it. Maybe it's important. But if I've only been gone for three minutes, it's probably just something you found on the side of the road or just bought at a merchant and isn't important enough for me to go back. But I now understand narratively. He has this equipment and is going to use it. So I think long plays are the way to go. It's not the future of content um, necessarily. It's not the future of narrative for any purpose whatsoever. But um, for how I consume YouTube, it makes sense to also make that piece of content. And then I'm going to also make another video based on that long play That is the important main points of the character's story arc. So, say I'm doing a quest with my current character. It hasn't started yet, but this character's archetype is a uh, Khajiit thief turned um, artifact hunter. Um, It is the artificer build, which I'm going to make a video on. Um, The idea there as well, I'm going to tangent slightly. Um, The idea there is I have a character archetype. And then i'm going to do their first original like day one uh long play and then after that i will bring up their character archetype narrative story so i'll have some pieces to play in the background uh and talk about the character and the purpose of the character their motives their backstories things like that that i come up with um, as well as what builds their character so you know, an artificer is an artifact hunter. His thing is dow- diving into uh, crypts and caves and dungeons and caverns and any other locations possible and finds unique rare loot as well as gemstones and things like that. Sells to the highest bidder or keeps it in his hoard, which I haven't really found a location for yet. But regardless, that's the character archetype. So that's what he's going to be doing in his long plays is he'll be completing quests that get him cool new unique items Um, and then I have other characters like right now I have a character called the scholar which that's what that was my first character I've been playing to get used to the Requiem um, and Wildlander mod pack as a whole Um, and then this character is a one-handed spell sword and all he does is he has a crew of people that basically does the fighting for him while he researches the history of Skyrim Um, so he wanders around from place to place just doing general missive quests So basically he's uh, delivering goods and things like that to places or information to people, um, and learning the lore of the world, um, And so he's not like an important fighting character. So he's not going to go out and slay dragons to do the main quest line or join the Dawn guard to fight the vampires. He's actually going to be more interested in seeing the Volgahar vampires and potentially even joining them when he understands that they have been living for thousands of years and will live for thousands more. And the history that they can learn and be a part of is like his whole thing. So the scholar is a character that would be a vampire out of necessity for learning. Um, as well as wanting to keep the dragons alive in order to learn the lore and the history that they have, along with their culture and their, um, you know, them as a creatures. Uh, so that's what that character would showcase. Would he? He would. He would wander places. There's a lot of reading, a lot of listening to dialogue, um, a lot of exploring the wilderness around cities for hours on end, and. Hardly any combat, really. Combat would only be out of necessity, like bandits are attacking him, or he has to clear out a cave to learn lore about something. So um, that character is probably going to be a lot more boring to watch, but he is going to be very interesting if you are interested in the lore of Skyrim because he's going to be doing that. That is his thing. Um, And then the third character being the uh holy knight which is a knight of rk which i'm thinking currently is going to be an imperial female just because i don't have a female character and imperials rk is uh worshipped mainly by imperials um and then this character is going to be a strong sword and shield character very um tank like character that would be doing the main quest line doing the um Dawnguard side of everything because he wants to she wants to eradicate um necromancy and all things um oblivion based basically um any of the daedric creatures and characters um so that's the that would be like the three main characters that I would be showcasing and playing um and then I would have videos after their initial long play to describe them as as humans and as um entities in the world and all of this world would be one system so like uh the scholar the holy knight and the artificer are all three characters moving around skyrim at the same time give or take a few days um and few key moments will happen but others won't um mainly things like the civil war quest line i can't sync across all characters so that part may not end up happening i might just skip over that depending on how the narrative beats work Um, but it's not really too important to have them be in the same world um, because they technically won't but um, the idea is for basically them to be around the same Um, but you know that's the idea with the skyrim rp so look forward to that first episode as well as the trailer coming out by the end of this week Um, And then sometime next week, I will have an upload about the Artificer's character, um, you know, the character arc, the um, archetypal um, systems behind the Artificer. Um, That would be like a shorter 10 minute episode um, about the character and kind of breaking down what this Wildlander RP is all about. Um, But the idea is all three of those characters, I will play um, about an hour or two, hopefully in a week. Um, and then I re- will release that footage the following week. I um, add about a beat of Artificer, Scholar, Holy Knight. That way I could have... Artificer is a character that could have boring pieces or very exciting pieces. Scholar will generally be very um, boring. Um, I don't really like using the word boring, but um, not action-filled. Um, it is lore-based. Um, And then the Holy Knight would mainly just be combat and fighting things for the most part. Um, So having the beats of being a character that could swing either direction would be able to fill in um, excitement into more lore-heavy, into excitement. And then back in again to a lighter, um, more sneaky-based character, into a magic character, into a warrior-based character. So having three basic characters that are all distinctly different and doing separate things um, to allow... Um, A reason to watch a new episode because you're not watching the same character do the same thing over again, you're watching a new character in a new adventure. But you would get weekly installments of each character that's the idea, at least for right now, because I have the time to do it. But it really just depends on when I start my new job, what kind of time I'll have to keep up on that concept. But um, I'm gonna try and make it a part of my routine um, at least once a morning to play a character for about an hour. Um, And then try and chop it up and edit all three of those over the weekend kind of thing to release the following week is the current idea. And I think it's going to be a very interesting concept of um, I haven't really seen it on YouTube, especially with the Wildlander um, mod pack. So that will bring in that crowd of people to watch um, a strictly RP long play lore based characters. Um, And as well, you know, bring in my normal audience Maybe. We'll see. So, you know, outside of that, um, I don't really have much else to talk about, I don't think. Um, <clears throat> um, Yeah, no. I got my 3D printer set up here next to me. I haven't printed anything yet, um, but I've been watching a lot of Adam Savage tested videos again. He's really got me excited about um, Maker and making things and the art of building. Um, So I'm probably going to be um, building a few 3D printed uh, objects here soon. So I'll keep you posted on all of that when that comes around. Um, But yeah, this week I haven't really got a whole lot. Um, I don't think I'm going to be participating in Ludwig's Smash Tournament this coming weekend. Um simply because we are looking at the house more than likely on Saturday and Sunday. I'm just not sure what's happening. So I may not uh be a part of Ludwig's melee tournament, which is a bit unfortunate, but there'll be more of those in the future, so I'm not too worried about um joining those necessarily. But it's a potentially thing out there. I would live stream it on YouTube if I were a part of it, just to um get my POV out there just in case. In case somebody would watch. Um but you know With that being said, um, I think we'll keep it at about 30 minutes. I think that's a solid amount of time. We got through a lot of information, a lot of fun stuff. So yeah, if you're interested in Skyrim long play uh, to medium play, um, very lore-based and very narrative-heavy, I don't talk more than two minutes at the very beginning of the episode. So if you don't like hearing my voice and you just want to watch some Skyrim, um, there you go. Um, it's very atmospheric and not a lot of narrative. There will be narrative episodes when it becomes important, but for now, it's just, just the gameplay, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. So I appreciate anybody stopping by that's on the ownered YouTube channel, the one with the most subscribers, probably the one you know about the most. Um, but, you know, with that being said, I appreciate everybody being here. Have a lovely day, whatever time it is. Have a good morning. Enjoy your afternoon. Have a great evening. Whatever you're sipping on, hopefully it's good. Hopefully it's tasty at this point. Hopefully, you know, it's warm because it is getting pretty chilly out there. We have been getting a little bit of snow here in KZ, but not a whole lot. It's just been flurries and not a lot of stuck, so that's been good. Um, but with that being said, I got to get out of here because I got to go play. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to go play. I might play some Skyrim. I don't know. You know, I'll probably just play Minecraft or Melee for a bit and then head to bed early because I got an early morning tomorrow, but... <laughs> That being said, you know, guys, I appreciate everybody being here. Um, Have a lovely day. Peace, guys.